0: now Nevada real estate radio you'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know like and trust here is your host Peter Padilla
1: hi everybody welcome to Nevada real estate radio this is Peter Padilla thanks for joining us today we're talking about some exciting things when we talk about northern Nevada real estate all the great things going on and today is no different Here we are in mid-July. You think everything is on my schedule? No, no, I'm adding one more outstanding event at least. Guess what? Garlic is coming to northern Nevada. We're going to talk with Melissa Gilbert, Director of Food and Cooking Education for Reno Food
0: Systems, about the event and more after this quick message. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com.
2: Summer's is here and you know it's going to be a hot one. A cooler home the natural way means lower electrical costs in your home or business. You are looking for a way to lower your hot summer cooling bills? Suntech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's high heat waves from your windows. Call Suntech. Get a free estimate. Call Suntech. Get expert service. Visit SuntechSolarScreens.com or call 775-352-9396. Call Suntech. Just get cooler.
1: If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start Programs.
3: Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023
4: next time on the sherry hill show i'm going to be talking with melissa gilbert regarding the reno food systems which is growing local food local farmers and our local food system tune in to the sherry hill show mondays at 11:30 a.m and sunday at 1 p.m
1: we're back on nevada real estate radio good day to tune into our show so we can talk about real estate real estate for investors And what to do if you own real estate here in northern Nevada. Everybody talks about all the reasons that they want to move to Nevada. You know, the pricing, the availability, the affordability, the density. Let's face it. People come to Reno, Nevada for one reason. Like it. Like to do things. Great things to happen great things to see in northern nevada i'm hearing about garlic fest coming to northern nevada from sherry hill at the sherry hill radio show and she connected me with the head garlic honcho of the garlic festival melissa gilbert she's with us today welcome to our show melissa
5: Thank you, thank you. I have a co show, but she's not here today. Well, you know, we all
1: do, but you know, you have to be a co show before you can even think about being a honcho. Absolutely. Things great, are better great. together. We're so excited to hear about Garlic Festival. So we have a lot to talk about, but talk about what's what's this ha- new event that's yes. new to me anyway. Yes, me. well,
5: I'm so glad to introduce you to Reno Garlic Festival. It's actually our fourth year. We're a small little festival, and we're all about supporting local far- garlic growers and creating new ones.
1: Garlic growers. I'm a garlic eater.
5: Yes, well that's that's the wonderful thing about garlic is mm-hmm. that everybody loves garlic there's yeah. very few cultures that don't use garlic in their food so oh we've got a lot of amazing food trucks we've got farmers we've mm-hmm. got music mm-hmm. we've got fun family-friendly activities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're gonna have a beautiful afternoon on July 30th from 3 to 8 p.m.
1: July 30th 3 to 8 p.m. here in Reno Nevada
5: here in Reno at Dick Taylor Park near the Evelyn Mount Center kind okay. of between the Livestock Center and UNR
1: so oh, it's okay. Off
5: of Valley Road.
1: Dick Taylor. Dick
5: Taylor Park. Park. Yes. I'm gonna,
1: you know, what? I have not visited <laughs> Dick Taylor Park, but I'm going. Good. I, I hope you oh do. Oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> when I get close to garlic fields, so let me tell you, I, yeah. moved, I moved to Northern Nevada from Arizona, and there were a lot of garlic fields there. And here, as I moved through the agricultural areas of Yerington and whatnot, I have great senses in my nose for, <laughs> for the smells. And garlic is one of my favorite smells. You know, I love sweet smells like everybody, but the garlic plant has a very unique. It's almost like I'd say a dignified kind of scent.
5: It is. It's a, you know, it's one of the alliums. It's a root crop. Mm-hmm. And all those in Yarrington, all those garlic fields you pass through, they actually provide garlic seed to uh, the Gilroy Garlic Fest, which is one of the more famous garlic festivals. Uh-huh. Yeah, part and of it. so people don't know that that Reno, uh, Nevada, not Reno, but Nevada produces a lot of the garlic.
1: Really? Yeah. Really. I know that garlic uh, plants are like onions. They're hardy. They're in the root. But um, I've also heard about challenges. Well, let's not talk about challenges, but let's talk about the importation of garlic from other countries, how it may not be as good. It may not be pure. And then you look at the harvesting methods of some of the other countries around the world. Have you heard about this? Do you talk about this in your world?
5: You know, I try to, like you, I try to keep the focus on the positive. And I, you know, a lot of my work is around creating local uh, food systems. And Mm -hmm. so you can buy garlic from China. One of the ways that you can tell if something's been imported is the garlic, all the roots have been removed. It's for, you know, preventing disease from coming in. Mm -hmm. So if you see garlic in your market that has hairs coming out of it, the roots, Yeah that's how you know it's grown in America. So I, I, I recommend that you always buy local, but also try to buy organic. So that's another thing. I think that's one of the things about coming in from other countries. You don't know how they're regulating their, right, their pesticides and things that get put on exactly your food.
1: And in my world, I'm a beekeeper, yes. and knowing about the world of beekeeping, I know the bees actually love garlic plants.
5: They do. They and then garlic plants have flowers too. If you let them flower, That's a lot what of people cut off the the flower to this, which is called the scape. Uh-huh. They cut off the scape in the spring to have all the energy go down to the bulb so yeah. you have a bigger... But I like to let mine go go to seed. And yeah. yes, the bees do love it as
1: well. And so with the garlic in the world, um, a lot of people tend to th- talk about negatives in the world. I'm trying to think about a negative about garlic oh,
5: no it's you know? good for your health it yeah. adds flavor yeah, yeah. Um, maybe it gives you stinky breath you know, no 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 no, no no
1: garlic breath is very pleasant <laughs> to me so i rule that one out
5: vampires hate but there garlic. you go yes. see I was hoping you'd get there because <laughs> as a kid
1: you know I knew more about vampires than I knew about garlic I just knew that vampires detested garlic so I'm urging everybody who's afraid of vampires first of all Buy local garlic. Absolutely. Because it's stronger, probably repels vampires even better.
5: (laughs) Absolutely. Nevada garlic, (laughs) great for keeping the vampires away. Yeah,
1: but you talk about adding some pizzazz to foods. Oh, my gosh. It's incredible. You know, I am enjoying sometimes garlic, uh, uh, big, big. Green olives stuffed with garlic.
5: Oh, yes, garlic stuffed olives, yes. We don't have any olive makers coming. We do have, uh, I believe, a wonderful homemade pickle. Yeah. So we'll have some pickled garlic.
1: Yeah, I made a lasagna just recently and uh, put tons and tons of garlic on top.
5: Or what about just uh, taking a clove and putting it in a pot or wrapping it in aluminum with a little bit of olive oil and baking it for a while? Oh, of
1: course, and then when it comes out, it's like butter.
5: It's like butter. And you spread it
1: (laughs) on your garlic bread, that's what makes the best garlic bread, is when I can use real Garlic, oh my gosh, that's so nice. So, uh, this Garlic Fest.
5: I was going to say, I just want to put a plug in for some of our garlic food vendors. Yes, we yes. have garlic ice cream.
1: So, yes. yes which yes, you yes, might
5: yes, not yes, yes, yes. think is delicious, but oh, is um, Jeremy from Icicle Creamery does an amazing job creating a delectable garlic. It usually sells out, so that's one thing mm, I would I say i got to get people, there early. Get there early, because the ice cream almost always sells out, no matter how much he makes. The other thing that's a little unusual is a garlic margarita. Margarita truck comes and he makes a delicious garlic margarita. You
1: know, I've always said, you, you put anything in tequila. That's.
4: And <laughs> it's probably going to be pretty good, but
1: especially something like garlic. Garlic tequila would really, maybe it would smooth some things out. I can't, can't wait to try that. Yes, you well, see, good. I've had a jalapeno. Margarita, oh,
5: yes. Oh, absolutely. Chewie's makes a great one.
1: And I invented a honey margarita.
5: Oh, instead of using agave. Yeah, oh, I bet that's delicious. Honey. Yeah, it is.
1: And <laughs> I, I introduced Chewy to that too, and
5: um, oh, and made from your own honey. Yes, right? yes, oh, yes. that's oh, the best. Oh, that's a b- <laughs>
1: incredible technique. But I'm sure it's not even close to the delicious taste I'm just anticipating of a garlic margarita. Wow. Vampires get out of my way, I'm hitting the road.
5: Yes, and listen to some wonderful (laughs) music. Our our closing band is Ritmo Ariente, which is kind of a wonderful salsa band, and we're hoping to end the night dancing.
1: Oh, very nice. And how late do you think the event will be going? The
5: the event will close down at 8.
1: Okay, but it goes Uh, from 3 to 8, so you can go early and enjoy the activities, the booths, the garlic, all sorts of different foods, I'm sure. I I attended, when I lived in Arizona, an event in Brawley, California, called the Sweet Onion Festival. Oh, fun. And it was sweet onions, booth after booth, everything you could think of. Do you know how many onion rings I ate that day? (laughs) Well, let me tell you, there were 35 booths, and I think I had all but one booth. Good job. And the only reason was because I loved some of them so much, I went back. (laughs) And they closed down before I was done. But it really was an incredible event. And when you take wholesome foods, I'm talking about garlic it's a It's like one of the most wholesome foods It's good for your body it's good for the environment it's hearty as all get out and it adds so much pizzazz and flavor to anything that it touches well it's just an amazing thing to think about I'm surprised a garlic festival has not come to Reno. Well, we're
5: we're happy to be hosting it and we hope to encourage people to support the local farmers who grow it, but Mm. also to think about growing it themselves. When you come to the Garlic Fest, you can buy a couple extra bulbs. Plant them in the fall and uh, see how they how they do in your yard.
1: So, uh, how is this the first year of the Garlic Festival? How, how long no, has it been going? No, it's actually
5: on? the um, well. We had three years in person, and then two years COVID. We went online. We have an online course called A Year in Garlic, uh-huh. and you can find that at Growing NV. It's so like yep. a online course, mm-hmm. and so this is technically the fourth year in person. So,
1: my guest is Melissa Gilbert. She is the Organizer, head honcho, head garlic at the upcoming Garlic Festival here in northern Nevada. It's happening July 30th, 3 to 8 p.m. at Dick Taylor Park, which is just off of Valley Road next to the Evelyn Mount Northeast Community Center. And the Garlic Fest is, is happening to support local garlic growers. I didn't know there were so many, but, you know, I'm a beekeeper. I didn't know there were so many beekeepers until I became a beekeeper. Absolutely. And they're all over the place. I got bees, <laughs> beekeepers coming out of my ears. I love bee, honeybees, and I love garlic, this this may be a way to put some things together. You know, I've come up with some great new recipes with honey, and I'm just wondering, maybe there's something I can do a honey-garlic. Oh, absolutely. Something. Does that sound like a good deal to you?
5: And we'll have a few vendors um, that are either doing garlic-honey, which is real simple. You take a bunch of cloves of garlic and mm-hmm. cover it with honey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful medicinal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also have some uh, uh, a couple of herbal herbalists coming who have fire ciders and uh, one woman's bringing a wonderful rosemary garlic salt that she powdered Mm. garlic and so there's a lot of wonderful delicious food that's going to be at garlic fest
1: i see that you have some food trucks coming as well
5: we have about five or six food trucks and a few beverage carts and it should be a good time we'll have picnic tables with umbrellas if you want to bring a picnic blanket you can bring a picnic blanket and it's a beautiful park and we're looking forward to hopefully having a wonderful time with everybody who comes. all right
1: good sounds like something fun for people of all ages kids gardeners children adults yep family family friendly very family friendly very nice it's all happening july 30th right here in northern nevada and it is happening at the dick taylor park off of valley road next to the evelyn mount northeast community center three to eight p.m the reno garlic fest i'm looking forward to seeing you there melissa
5: thanks for having me in to talk about it you
1: bet and i'm looking forward to seeing you our radio listeners in joining us as well we have more on nevada real estate radio after this if you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start Programs.
3: Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar, and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years, and I just started working at CSA about a year ago, and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023.
4: Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, I'm going to be talking with Melissa Gilbert regarding the Reno Food Systems, which is growing local food, local farmers, and our local food system. Tune in to the Sherry Hill Show Mondays at 1130 a.m. and Sunday at 1 p.m.
1: Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. With me in the studio via telephone, Sarah Scatini, the 2022 president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Welcome to our show, Sarah.
6: Thank you so much for having me this morning.
1: You know, it's really nice to be excited about real estate in northern Nevada because what a great place we live. So many great events have been taking place. I just recently attended the Honey and Lavender Festival. Did you have a chance to get out there?
6: Every week I do a thing called Things to Do Thursdays, and yeah. so I just put uh, little things, you know, out in our, in our area, um, in our local area in Northern Nevada, um, anywhere in Northern Nevada, I just put like a few things to do on and you know just kind of put it out as a little as a little um post or whatever on like social media and whatnot and it was on my things to do thursday last week so i heard actually i've had um quite a few people tell me that they saw it on my things to do thursday they also went to it and it was an amazing event
1: really was and you did a great job promoting it because yes it was large but not too large beautiful park great foods lots of terrific displays my group, the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, we had a booth, showed a lot of beekee you know, a sealed beehive so people could look at bees and t- oh we, t- we tasted honey and it was all good stuff. And, you know, events like this, Sarah, that's one of the big reasons that people love Reno and people move to Reno from other parts of the country because Reno and northern Nevada sparks to. It's like event central up here, so many fun things to do. So that's why people oh love gosh. buying homes in Reno. So talk to me about the I'm, Reno I'm market.
6: And we uh we we are super lucky to have so many awesome things uh, going on in our neck of the woods and it's every week and um, you know like right now there you know art town is in in town and um, you know we've got the, the river fest and we've got food truck Fridays and <laughs> we've got in September you know we've got the rib cook off and um, air races and balloon races I mean there's so many fun events in northern Nevada that just you um, Make it an awesome place to live for sure and you bet. um actually this month's uh we for June the market report for june um for the Reno sparks market we had um we had a little bit of a decrease in our market numbers um, we went from um six fifteen down to six hundred thousand as our median sales price for the Reno sparks market and so um Yeah, you know, it's it's still, we actually have a, we also had in June a little bit of jump in inventory. Um, We had 1178 listings and that was an increase of 38.3% from last month and an increase of 200.5% from last year.
4: Mm,
1: Very, very nice for the people that have been struggling to find homes even available for sale. I saw that number two when I got the report just before the show. Sarah, I was really surprised to see that much active inventory. Uh, I'm just curious what your thoughts are about the market because when I looked at the month's supply of inventory, that looks like it's higher than it's been for quite a while, too, at 2.6 months. Um, <laughs>
6: yeah it is crazy we have not had that kind of inventory since April of of 2020 yeah um, and you know I mean this time last year we were at less than a half a month supply of inventory so right. I mean that means that you know homes were just flying off the market right uh, right now um, with interest rates uh, rising a, a little bit we're we're back to interest rates that were pre-COVID, pre-pandemic interest rates. So, um, how quickly people forget, you know, what, you know, because we were spoiled with literally all time lows in, in over the last two years of interest rates. And now we're just, you know, maneuvering back up to, um, you know, the, the mid to, you know, mid fives, high fives to low sixes. Um, and it's, a great time to be a buyer um, and if you wanted to get in right in right now you just you know the, the the real estate market is very cyclical so what goes up must come down and what goes down must come up so um, you know the interest rates even if you got in today and, and purchased today you know there there will be a chance when they do drop a little bit more and then you could always refi down the road
4: well
1: yes and that's the nice thing about the world of financing a home is that You're only financing it when you think the timing is right to finance it. The first time you finance your home, of course, is when you buy it. So if you find the right home and you find the right price and you can handle the payment, all the factors come in together, that's when you buy a home because it's the need and the ability are crossing roads. And a lot of people, I'll tell you, some of the smartest people I've ever known in my life, Sarah, are the people that bought homes in 2021, 2020, twenty nineteen I mean, I can keep going back, right? Just go back one sure. year, and they're pretty smart people because look what's happened to our market since twenty twelve The median home sales price then I know was a hundred and fifty thousand dollars here in Northern Nevada,
6: yeah and you know people have equity and you know even and i'd say for the market today like in today right now as market um it's important to um set the seller's expectations that you know h- homes are not moving in a, a minute's notice <laughs> you know um as were last year you know you put a sign in the yard and it's gone in a day um it's not that market right now it's Correcting and um the sell- you know the sellers need to have an expectation that you know their homes need to be priced right right yeah, now it, right. you know to to go on and and be priced high, thinking that you're gonna get the same monies that you were that people are getting last year you know even even in the beginning of this year is not um it's not a very realistic expectation
1: I think that's a great segue, Sarah because. I was looking on the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association where we get our numbers that we're talking about and the median sales price active inventory numbers but one thing that we've talked about over the course of the last couple of years is how people have been offering more than the asking price when they're looking to buy a house because so many people are interested in the house it kind of becomes a little bit of a bidding war maybe i'll offer two percent above the price or one percent i mean but the list price received report number has always been 100 or higher for the last i don't know how many months that changed recently
6: yeah um inventory is like i said definitely staying on a little bit longer now we're we were seeing you know our our average um at the beginning of the year and of course over the last two years our average you know days to contract were between five and seven so go you know your house is you put a sign in the yard and you're heading into contract within a week. Yeah. Right now, um, sellers need to understand and have the expectation that homes are sitting um, longer right now. Buyers have an opportunity to get out there and actually view some properties, um, Some, uh, you know, get out there and view properties mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Um, you know, are uh, that fit their real estate needs. And then, you know, have a moment to actually go home and talk about those properties. Maybe um, the buyer's running some pros and cons uh for their situation and they get to actually have that opportunity to go home and have a minute to think about it prior to um prior to uh you know making an offer on a property right now and so the average days of contract are shifting you know we're seeing them shift more into the 21 day or so you know days to contract three weeks longer than what is what it was.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think a lot of people were forced to make quick decisions that maybe they didn't want to make or weren't comfortable making. Uh, but regardless, totally. if they were able to close a the deal, they closed the deal. But when we get our reports from your organization, the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, there are eight items that we look at one two three four five six seven eight big items that we look at and and all of those different items you know if five of them look positive uh, it might be a good time to buy if one of them looks positive just depending on what item is the most important to you in your life it it might be a good time to buy or maybe to wait until things improve but we look all at all things everything from median sales price the number of closed sales the median days to contract the list price received sold per square foot amount The new listings that have come on the market, the current active inventory that's in the market, and the number of months' supply of inventory. You take all those things together, and then you can determine if it's right for you. Because what I'm hearing, Sarah, is that this actually might be like the best time for somebody to be looking for a home based on a lot of these changes that we're seeing.
4: A
6: hundred percent. You're correct. It is a great time. Uh, Like I said, it's a great time to be a buyer right now because many buyers were priced out of the market a couple of years ago. You know, they hadn't even been able to touch what, you know, they wanted to play, but they couldn't get to play over the last two years. So that's giving these buyers an opportunity to get out there and, um, like I said, view more than one property and get to go home and you know maybe weigh out some pros and cons um and see if it works out for their you know for their best interest and and have an opportunity to think about it a moment versus two years ago or last year or even you know at the beginning of this year uh when we were still receiving multiple i mean it was substantial you know multiple offers well over asking price i mean it was definitely more of a sellers market and now we're correcting, um, into, uh, uh, it's more on the buyer side right now. And, and there's some sellers out there that are willing to help give the buyer some incentives such as closing costs or, um, you know, any it's like maybe a home warranty credit or something. I mean, the, over the last two years, there was nothing. I mean, the buyers were doing everything for the sellers in order to get their offer accepted, and um, now it's the, it's the roles are reversing, and you know, sellers are actually uh, coming to the table with you know, hey, okay, maybe we can help out with some closing cost assistance, or maybe we can help out with some credits here or there or whatever. And um, it, and in tr- and trying to entice those buyers to, you know, purchase their homes. So um, how, how the market is shifting.
1: I think people are always happy after they buy a home. You know, I think it's just the joy of knowing that you closed your deal, that you bought a home. And so the more homes that sell here in northern Nevada, Sarah Scatini, the more happy people we have. And I think 2022 is opening up the doors for a lot of people to find more happiness because this might be a great time to purchase a home. That also means to sell a home too, right? Because you need buyers in order to sell homes. So I see activity picking up in many ways. Enthusiasm, for sure. Optimism, yes. Sarah, if somebody wants to get more information from you, what is the best way?
6: Yeah, they can absolutely um, attain, obtain a Realtor roster at rsar.realtor. um. And or call the association at 775-823-8800, and they would be happy to help you get any any one of our realtors' information. I
1: appreciate your time and your information and your knowledge. Sarah Scatini, President for 2022 of the Reno Sparks
0: Association of Realtors. Thank you very much for joining us today.
6: Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks so much.
0: If you love teaching
1: and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start Programs.
3: Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023.
2: Summer is here, and you know it's going to be a hot one. Call Suntech, get expert service. Visit SuntechSolarscreens.com or call 775 352 9396. Call Suntech, just get cooler!
4: Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, I'm going to be talking with Melissa Gilbert regarding the Reno Food Systems, which is growing local food, local farmers, and our local food system. Tune in to the Sherry Hill Show Mondays at 1130 a.m. and Sunday at 1 p.m.
1: We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to tune into our show today. Real estate and real estate for investors is what we talk about If you have any questions for us, you can give us a call anytime after the show, 775-786-5515. If you're a real estate investor, you probably know that you need to run your business, even if it's a single family residence that you have invested in, as a rental, or anything beyond that. You need to... Consider that a business. And who can help you with real estate investments and setting up your corporation or LLC, whatever it takes, in the right way? That would be Sherry Hill from Sage International. Give her a call anytime after the show. She's available 800 254 5779. Or visit the website, sageintl.com. Tell her Peter sent you with me in the studio today. I'm honored to have a great guest with me to talk about food, one of my favorite subjects. In fact, we're going to be talking about Reno Food Systems with Melissa Gilbert. She's also the co-author of the cookbook Tassahara Dinners. Is that did I pronounce that right?
5: Tassahara Dinners and Desserts. Tassahara is a, a Zen uh, mountain monastery near Carmel.
1: Uh, uh-huh. that's an inter- s- yeah. yeah,
5: it's a it's a beautiful uh, Hot Springs actually. Mm-hmm. It opens up as a mm-hmm. resort in the summer and they serve really elegant five-course vegetarian meals mm-hmm. to the guests and I was a student there for 7 years.
1: Very nice. Well, that mm-hmm. Tasa jara has mm-hmm. a real Latin sound to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Tasa in Spanish means a coffee cup uh-huh. and jara is a can. Yeah.
5: Well, so. I think it was a, uh, a, a, a the Amer the English interpretation of a Native American word.
1: Mm-hmm. So, well, it's a very uh, interesting uh, book. I'm sure I'm hoping to get a chance to read that sometime. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about Reno Food Systems, growing local food, local farmers, and our local food system.
5: Yes, so we are all about creating food resiliency and food justice. Uh, there is a lot of uh, wonderful urban agricultural projects going on and reno food systems is one of them we have a farm on the corner of mayberry and mccarran we lease five acres from washoe county and we have a three acre vegetable uh, farm and a bunch of uh, pollinator and uh, fruit fruit forest Mm -hmm.
1: it sounds like a great a great place to take a tour.
5: It is. We love to give tours, and we have a farm stand every Sunday from yeah. 3 to 8 p.m.
1: Oh, a farm stand Sundays, 3 to 8 p.m. Is that like a farmer's market where we can go buy yes. freshly grown, local grown foods and yes, so
5: all fresh from the farm. It doesn't oh, get much gosh. fresher oh, than that. Oh,
4: wow.
1: <laughs> That's fantastic.
5: Yeah.
4: You know,
1: I grew up on a farm, Colorado, and I did not leave the farm until I was about 10 years old. But... Um, I certainly have great memories, fond memories, and learned so much on a farm that you cannot learn in an urban area. I'm talking about things that you learn about life. Mm -hmm. And so exposure to a farm really gives us a different viewpoint on really society and ourselves. And I think that young people who have never had a chance to visit a farm, spend some time on a farm with animals, with equipment, with other people, and see how it all works, I think they're really missing out sounds like a great opportunity to help expand our horizons of our young people.
5: Absolutely. Expand the horizons of young people and uh, help rebuild a local food system. Mm-hmm. So.
1: so you have uh, animals there besides the, the vegetables? We
5: do. We have right now we have two goats. We've had uh, sheeps in the past but right now we just have two goats that we use for weed abatement.
1: Oh very nice. That, yeah. You know that's always been my recommendation for anybody that has, has weeds as a beekeeper. The last thing we want to recommend is any poison, any chemical to control vegetation because that just is totally harmful for the honeybee world. But if you can find a way to get rid of weeds, one way I recommend is something called the garden hoe and then the (laughs) next thing is the goat. The garden goat.
5: The garden goat can be very helpful and we actually, I forgot we have four hives of, of for honey well beehives hives as well. too? We well, you're do. a honey
1: bee sister. Yes, yes. Oh, um, very nice. We Holland. have a
5: beekeeper. Dan, um, Dan Bailey takes care of our
1: hives. Oh, I know Dan Bailey. Mm-hmm. He's one of the sharpest dressed men <laughs> in the world of beekeeping. You might have seen him with ZZ Top.
5: <laughs> he does have a great
1: beard. He's got a great beard. I love Dan. Dan also does something really fun with a local product, with a great product from nature. Dan has gotten into the world of mead making. Have you ever <laughs> drank mead?
5: I have. I haven't had the pleasure of having his mead, but I, mm. I know he's a wonderful beer maker and mead maker.
1: Yes, when you're a beard maker, a beard maker, a beard <laughs> <laughs> he's a beard maker, isn't he? He, he makes a beard beer and Beer and mead. <laughs> what a happy guy. He is. Yeah, he's a great participant at one of the events we frequent, the Northern Nevada uh beekeepers meetings in Yarrington, Nevada, at the Mason Valley Beekeepers group that we are part of, also puts on the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference every year in February, and it's in the beautiful area, well, city of Yarrington, Nevada, Nevada. Um, which is one of the best agricultural parts of northern Nevada. Have yeah. you ever spent any time in your You, you
5: know, there? I just th- drove through there a couple about a week ago and yeah. was admiring the onion fields.
1: Oh, yes. Prairie Farms is yes. there. Uh, great supporters of our beekeeping conference. Uh, but smell there.
5: Oh, yes. Talk about it. It lasts yes. for miles. It does. It does. And I like it, like you. I, oh, I think I it's a wonderful smell. Oh, yeah.
1: It's very invigorating. And having grown up on a farm, I've smelled everything from chicken manure, cows man- cow manure, horse manure, pig manure, and every manure in between, as well as sugar beets and oats and corn. And I much prefer the vegetables. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> the event is not the only thing you're involved with you mentioned that you have four beehives.
5: We have four beehives. At the farm. Uh Tell us
1: about the world of Bee Friendly Reno.
5: Well, Reno Food Systems helps sponsor a campaign called Bee Friendly Reno, which Mm -hmm. I'm soon hoping to take to the state level. It's hopefully going to become Bee Friendly NV soon uh, because uh, we would like to have other communities be able to do a similar thing. It's a very simple idea. It's to help people who are doing pollinator gardens in their front yards, which often looks a little different than your normal lawn. So when you put a Bee Friendly sign, it takes people to the Bee Friendly pledge on our website, and it helps people understand, you know, why their neighbor's lawns might look a little different than theirs, because we are all about trying to create habitat for the pollinators.
1: Interesting, interesting. I like it. I can let the weeds grow in my front yard, and my excuse is, look at that sign. <laughs> it's You got a problem base. with my weeds? Look out there. <laughs> well, That's funny. That is really funny. I think we should be friendly all the time anyway. Absolutely. With or without a sign, but mm-hmm. I love your sign because it says, Be Friendly Reno. And, you know, I, I believe in the double entendre. Everything yes, means more than you see, more than you hear, more than you read. Be Friendly Reno. Is that asking too much?
5: It, no, I, th- I think it's a wonderful motto.
1: And it's a beautiful design. Did you come up with that yourself?
5: No, no. This was come, We came up with it as a group, and mm-hmm. Sophie Ralston is our designer. She came up with the design.
1: huh. I talked to a gent recently. His name is Ray Hopper. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. you know that name. He's
5: a good friend. Okay,
1: good, good. Well, then I'll tell you all about this guy. <laughs> so let me tell you, he is doing a, a thing called Be Friendly. I'm sorry. No, no, Uh, he's doing Bee City. uh, Biggest
5: little bee city. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And he
5: also has the foundation of Help Save the Bees Foundation, which they actually paid to have these signs printed. So we're a big fan of their foundation.
1: Ray Hopper is part of the Help Save the Bees Foundation. Mm -hmm. We're tickled about them because they were involved, again, with our Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, big sponsors, let a lot of people know what's going on there. And then recently, yes, I heard that, Reno, Nevada became a bee-friendly city.
5: I believe we're number 300. It's with the Xerxes Society. Mm -hmm. So they have a program that helps communities become uh, bee cities, which means that the city is hopefully on the path to... Uh, not using pesticides and to creating good habitat for pollinator
1: bees. friendly. I think pollinator is really what it's friendly. about.
5: Pollinator yeah, friendly. It's not just the bees.
1: Yeah. You know, I talked to another gent at the recent event I attended, the Lavender and Honey Festival. Talked about wasps, and we had the same experience after we chatted with wasp in the sense that at first we thought they were an annoyance and maybe a detriment to our yard when we saw maybe more wasps than we liked lying around here and there but they serve a very important purpose too they're pollinators and uh, it's just a matter for me I believe of airspace the more honeybees I got the less wasps I don't even see them anymore I see butterflies instead I see hummingbirds instead but you know when you create an airspace from great surface area from plants pollinator friendly plants You suddenly start to create an environment that is populated with good things. And when you populate an environment, including our minds, with good things, less things that are objectionable or bad come into that area. That has absolutely happened on my half-acre farm Mm -hmm. where I have my bees and my pollinator-friendly plants. Melissa, it's just been an incredible thing to experience to see and a joy to, oh, such a uh, joy. to share right with other I people
5: i have a very small little front yard but i have probably easily 12 lavender bushes and i just and buddleia and all sorts of things a lot of raspberries and i just sit on my front yard front porch and watch the bees and it makes me so happy
1: being a gardener i think has taught me as a sense of, as a young man has taught me patience you know instead of the instant gratification you can get by hitting the button on your telephone In my day, you planted a seed, and you watered it, and you took care of it, and you cherished it, and nurtured it, and watched it grow in almost every stage of life. The value that I would see for life from a human plant or a small chicken egg, I mean, it stuck with me to this day, and again, everything that comes out of these kinds of focus it's all good things, all good things that happen. We talked earlier about the Garlic Festival. Mm-hmm. That is a great thing. Again, has so many good things coming. And now we're talking about the farm where yes. you have
5: A farm stand and all sorts of good vegetables, yes. Yeah.
1: And so the farm where the uh, where you do your work, uh, mm-hmm. give us the address of that farm because I know you like to encourage people to come out and take a look.
5: Absolutely. It's 3295 Mayberry Drive. And it is was a it's a park. Uh, we lease it from Washoe County. It's called Betsy Coughlin Donnelly Park, and she donated the land with the specification that it only be used for agricultural pur- purposes. So. Her, her wisdom helped create a wonderful space. There's five acres in the back that there's a cattle rancher who nice. farms cattle. Nice. And then we use the fir- front five acres.
1: Oh, very nice. And it's right near uh, McCarran and Mayberry, Mayberry, Mayberry. Street. And okay.
5: every Sunday we do a farm stand from 3 to 7 p.m.
1: Yeah, so that's think. really nice. Come i got to get out there to maybe buy some fresh garlic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. who knows what else I'm like. Absolutely. Find there. Melissa Gilbert has been my guest.
5: If you are interested in studying cooking with me, I help post an uh, online class. It's on Growing NB, and it's called A Year in Cooking and Gardening for Beginners. Oh, very So nice. uh, we do monthly lessons, and mm-hmm. um, yes, I also cook at the Eddy House once a month for the residents there.
1: You know, cooking is an important part of our world. I'm going to have to have you come back and talk about some recipes, because I love to talk about that. But yes, if you're a gardener, how can you not be a cook? I mean, they kind of go together, unless you've got... Somebody like my wife does. A cook. (laughs) That would be me. (laughs) Thank you for being on our show today. Melissa, if anybody wants more information about all the great things we talked about today, what is the best way to reach you?
5: Uh, At renofoodsystems.org. You can find me and about all of our programs.
1: Renofoodsystems.org. We'll put that information on our website, com. Make it easy for people to find
0: you. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. If you love teaching
1: and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs.
3: Hi, my name is Alyssa. I am new to Community Services Agency of Reno. I have a great teaching career at Head Start and Early Head Start, and I just absolutely love working here. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org.
2: Summer is here and you know it's gonna be a hot one. A cooler home the natural way means lower electrical costs in your home or business. You are looking for a way to lower your hot summer cooling bills? SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's high heat waves from your windows. Call SunTech, get a free estimate. Call SunTech, get expert service. Visit SunTechSolarScreens.com or call 775-352-9396. Call SunTech, just get cooler.
1: As our Federal Reserve continues to try to combat inflation Stocks have recently entered a bear market And consumer sentiment has really taken a big hit Economists are forecasting an increasing likelihood of a recession As the higher interest rates and the higher prices at the retail stores Continue to stifle the growth in America Surprisingly, home buying demand continues to exceed the incredibly low levels of supplies, and that is moving higher prices in all areas. So, as we mentioned earlier, you know it $407,600 is the median home price all across the country. That's a record high going back all the way to 1999. At that rate, uh, we will see that the rate continues to move month after month after month. So what's happening is that the combination of high interest rates and high home prices is literally squeezing a lot of buyers, especially first-time home buyers, out of the market. And they make it really, really tough to consider that you might someday get the American dream. All kinds of factors are based on the cooling of the sales pace that started just when pandemic-related restrictions were in force, but they continue to grow higher and higher because I really think people have discovered not only northern Nevada, they have discovered the value of home ownership. Sales of previously owned homes has slid recently for a fourth consecutive month across the country, declining by 3.4 percent in May from the prior month. And in recent months, Sales have fallen over 6% from the year prior. Again, that's an average across the country. A lot of home buying economists, they are continuing to expect higher interest rates. That's going to continue to slow the pace of home buying. In the second half of 2020, you're going to see a dramatic change, not only in interest rates, but in the prices of homes, ladies and gentlemen, because it is a supply and demand issue. As interest rates go up, many people can no longer afford these high prices that have been somewhat tolerable in the past few years because of the historically low interest rates. Well, now that interest rates are climbing up higher and higher, last check they were over 5.9% for the typical mortgage on a first-time home. That was the highest level since back before 2008. May sales data, in fact, largely reflects purchase decisions that were made either at the end of 2021 or at the very beginning of this year. So you can bet a lot of people are having second thoughts about being a homeowner if they're not already or buying that bigger house if they've been planning to this year. They're going to be waiting. In the upcoming months, says one of NAR's chief economists, He does not anticipate a further decline in home sales, but does absolutely predict higher interest rates and higher prices. See, a lot of people are actually pulling cash out of the mattress. They're making either cash purchases or purchases with much more money down than they would have previously under low interest rate situations. They're doing this because these new higher interest rates, well, they are only added to when you have less than 20% down because you have to have some form of mortgage insurance, which is an additional payment. And when you put so much money less down, you're borrowing a higher number and that makes that interest payment go up so much higher than it did even just last year. So people are putting down 15%, 20%, 30%, 40 50% or even more. And you're finding more and more buyers are stepping forward with cash. And you ask yourself, well, who in the heck has four hundred to $600,000 in cash sitting around? Well, here's the thing. A lot of people are gathering money in a variety of ways so that when they make an offer, they can offer cash. And then if they win the bid on the house, the offer to buy, they can buy the home. And then afterwards, they can do a refinance on the house, get a lot of that cash out back into their other investments back into their pocket take on a mortgage and that mortgage will allow them to have a lot less a lot more money in their pocket even though they're paying higher interest rates than they would have just a few years ago but still they don't have to use all their cash even if they make a cash offer to purchase a home there are some companies across the country that are offering home buyers prospective home buyers the ability to make a cash offer with the money they're going to loan them there are a lot of people that are using in other investments either by refinancing other investments selling other investments maybe hooking up with a partner to get more cash together so that they can make a cash or near cash offer on their next real estate target we know that because more and more mortgage applications to purchase homes have declined in response to these high interest rates that we're faced with today. And there's good, there's good foresight that they're going to go actually even higher. The Fed just recently raised the prime interest rate by three-quarters of a percent. Now they're talking about doing the same thing next month. And even if it's not a full three-quarters of a percent or even a half percent, Any continued rising of interest rates is going to have a continued impact negatively on people that want to buy or even sell real estate. Two real estate brokerage companies just recently said they would lay off hundreds of employees due to the decreased home buying demand. Economists largely expect home prices to keep rising even as the rate of growth is likely to ease according to a chief economist at Fannie Mae. He says he expects the year-over-year price increase growth will be at about 5% at the end of 22 over what we saw in 2021. The thing is this. You have to deal with a licensed real estate professional if you're going to get the best kind of advice in this turbulent real estate market. And I've always found that when people start going away, they lose their interest on a particular thing like buying homes. That might be just the golden moment you've been waiting for. Find a smart way to maneuver in today's real estate market, and it could be the best thing that happened to you in your life. Finding a way to buy a home when most people, most other people think they can't. Talk to your real estate professional. Let them know what you're looking to do. If you don't have a real estate professional or you want to talk to me, give me a call anytime after the show, 775 786 5515. I'm looking forward to talking with you here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in as well. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Tell your friends and your family they'll have a good time too listening to us talk about great things in Northern Nevada, including real estate and real estate for investors. Until then, goodbye, everybody.
0: Goodbye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.